section thirty three of sikh religion volume five by max arthur mcauliffe this librivox recording is in the public domain life of guru gobind singh chapter thirty three mata sahib kaur the guru's youngest wife died of grief very soon after her husband she was cremated at the shrine of guru har krishan in dihli when ajit singh the boy adopted by mata sundari the guru's remaining wife grew up she provided him with a wife he begot a son called hathi singh ajit singh imitated the late guru as much as possible he used to hold court call himself a guru and entertain a retinue he endeavoured to obtain from mata sundari the arms belonging to guru har gobind which the late guru had given to sahib kaur on her departure from nander ajit singh believed that if he wore them every one would hail him as guru when he made his demand for the arms he was sharply reproved by mata sundari on this he drew his dagger to kill her but some friends interposed mata sundari then cursed him said he should forfeit his faith and die an untimely death one day as he was riding in the bazaar his herald said to him o guru behold the mohammedans praying the mohammedans overheard this and believing that he ridiculed their religion reported to the emperor that under a mohammedan administration the sikhs were mocking the faithful the emperor at the instigation of the quazis ordered ajit singh to cut off his hair and appear thus humbled before him if he failed in this the emperor reserved to himself the right to punish him as he thought fit ajit singh fearing death cut off his hair and grovelled before the emperor mata sandari was enraged on hearing of this act of apostasy and told him never again to show her his face she drew up a document to the effect that though she had adopted and cherished ajit singh as a son she now renounced him she then entrusted guru har gobind's arms to the faithful sikhs of dihli and expressed her desire to live no longer in such an evil and ill-omened city the sikhs however prevailed on her to alter her determination ajit singh now abandoned by the sikhs went to beg at mata sundari's door she sent him money but would never consent to see him a mohammedan fakir on whom ajit singh when in good circumstances used to bestow money one day met him in the dili bazaar and asked for alms ajit singh in his poverty could only give him a few copper coins the fakir was not satisfied but followed him to his house and further importuned him he would not leave but dogged his steps as he went shooting during the afternoon ajit singh complained to his servants of the annoyance the beggar was causing him whereupon they beat the man so severely that he died they disposed of his body by throwing it into a well for the purpose of concealment the fakir's fate gradually became known and the emperor ordered 
ajit singh to be arrested and brought before him ajit singh refused to obey the order and put himself in a posture of defence his house was besieged and his adherents fought bravely to protect him he contrived to send his wife and son hathi singh both disguised in soiled clothes to mata sundari he then succeeded in escaping from his house and concealed himself in a straw stack belonging to hindus who lived near the owner of the stack discovered him and on hearing that a proclamation had been issued for his arrest informed the authorities ajit singh was seized tied to an elephant's tail and dragged through the city at a turning in one of the streets the elephant trod on his head upon which his brains oozed out mata sundari thinking her position unsafe in dili on account of having received ajit singh's wife and son put into execution her long-cherished project of abandoning that city and proceeded with her charge to bhagatgarh the headman of the place would not allow her through fear of the emperor to remain in his city she thence went to mathura where she was received with great distinction the governor of the city induced the raja of jaipur to grant her the revenue of two villages and also a suitable place of residence in mathura hathi singh grew up to manhood adopted his father's style and maintained a retinue of sixty mounted orderlies he tried to compose hymns but inspiration failed him he then abstracted some from the granth sahib and wherever the name nanak occurred inserted his own mata sundari on being informed of this became very wroth abandoned hathi singh and his mother at mathura and returned to dihli during the invasion of ahmad shah hathi singh fled from mathura to burhanpur where he subsequently died leaving no male issue when mata sundari arrived in dihli she by the kind offices of raja ram the emperor's minister obtained possession of her house and property which had been seized by the mohammedans after her departure she spent the remainder of her days there and died in comparative worldly comfort in sambat eighteen hundred and four a d seventeen hundred and forty seven her body was cremated near the shrine of guru har krishan it will be remembered that when the guru evacuated anandpur he sent gulab rai and sham singh with a letter to the raja of nahan requesting him to grant them the means of subsistence the raja gave them two villages gulab rai afterwards purchased anandpur for sixty thousand rupees from the kalur raja and returned to live there he caused himself to be worshipped by the sikhs and carried his unseemly pretensions so far as to actually install himself in the guru's seat sadhu gurbaksh who had been an attendant on the guru and had by him been left in charge of guru teg bahadur's shrine remonstrated against the usurpation whereupon gulab rai became very angry and addressed him in offensive language gurbaksh then cursed him saying thou and thy line shall perish in a short time gulab rai and his two sons died 
after that gulab rai's widow took the offerings of the sikhs and remained in possession of anandpur when she was on the point of death she appointed sir john singh sham singh's son now old and experienced as heir of anandpur his descendants still occupy that city and receive a yearly revenue from the indian government and the sikh states a sikh writer called gurdas who lived long after the time of guru gobind singh wrote a war in his praise which the sikhs appended to the compositions of bai gur das and which now appears as the forty-first war the following paris are extracted from it pari fifteen guru gobind was manifested as the tenth avatar he repeated the name of the creator who is unseen eternal and stainless he established the khalsa a sect of his own and gave it great glory wearing long hair he grasped the sword and smote all his enemies he put on the kach of continents and practised arms he established the sikh war-cry and was victorious in mighty battles he caused all demon enemies to be surrounded and trampled upon then his endless praise was gradually proclaimed throughout the world thus arose the race of singhs who wore blue clothes who killed all the hostile turks and repeated god's name no one could withstand them so the turkish leaders decamped rajas kings and amirs all became the dust beneath the singhs feet great hills trembled when they heard their victorious drums there was then great commotion throughout the whole world the enemy abandoned their homes and perished in the great confusion and trouble that ensued there is none so great a destroyer of fear as the true guru he handled and displayed such a sword as none could withstand well done well done gobind singh thou wert at once guru and disciple pari sixteen by the order of the immortal god the great guru obtained inspiration then he gradually established the khalsa whole-bodied and manly then arose the roaring of the singhs lions which terrified the whole world they levelled with the earth the shrines of hindus and mohammedans they cancelled the veds the purans the six hindu systems and the koran they abolished the call to prayer and the prayer carpet of the mohammedans and killed the turkish monarchs temporal and spiritual leaders all hid themselves or became converted to sikhism the mullahs and the qazis grew weary of reading but found not god's secret hundreds of thousands of pandits brahmans and astrologers have become entangled in worldly affairs worshipping stones and temples they had become exceedingly superstitious both the hindus and the mohammedans were altogether engaged in deception consequently a third religion the khalsa arose and became renowned the singhs by the order of guru gobind singh seized the sword and wielded it they killed all their enemies and caused the name of the immortal god to be repeated then god's order was promulgated in the world the drum of victory resounded and drowned the cry of sorrow the great sagacious guru established a third sect well done well done gobind singh thou wert at once guru and disciple
End of Life of Guru Gobind Singh, Chapter Thirty Three.